Welcome to the Everyday Marketer Podcast, where we believe the key to great marketing isn't big budgets and confusing strategies. On this podcast, we give you practical solutions you can implement to grow your brand every single day. Well, hey, man, I am glad to be back recording. How are you doing? I am always glad to be back recording, especially I'm excited for this episode because this is one of those that if people listen to it and actually do what we say, they will increase their brand awareness. They will make tangible next steps. And I'd like to say that's always true, but like this one's just like a softball crush this out of the park kind of thing. Yeah, saying that, don't say that or don't take away and think that the rest of the episodes are just crap or it's snake oil, as we like to say. You can implement all of them, but this one in particular, I feel that if you literally listen to it and do exactly what it says or take the suggestions, you're going to lay a solid piece of the foundation of what you're putting together to build your brand. So simple, so practical. The reality is you just have to do it. And I've actually done this many, many times and I still do it. And actually, after we record this episode, I have one more person. I still need to go to do that. So, Jonathan, we've waited too long to tell them. What are we talking about today? Asking for endorsements and testimonials. Easy, guys, but you may not have thought about it. So as we dig into this, uh, let me lay a foundation for this. If your brand is not adding value and nobody can give you an endorsement or a testimonial, you've got a problem. But I will say 95 out of 100 people, you have people who love you. They already love your brand. They love what you've done. And you just have to ask them. Yeah, I mean, you have a sphere of influence. If you're just starting out, you have people that you have added some sort of value to on a relational level, who know you and believe wholeheartedly in what you're doing, they're literally just waiting to be invited into the conversation and just asking someone for two to three sentences or a 30-second video clip of why you're great at what you do and why you're the one that's uniquely positioned to do what you're going to do, it's going to build you so much social proof. And guess what? It doesn't cost you a nickel. Social proof, relational equity, Uh, proof in numbers, packs. That's how we're built as tribes. And if you think, man, Jonathan says that this business, this nonprofit, this brand is awesome and it helped him, I'm sure it will help me as well. So we do want to get really specific about it. I want to give you some strategies that I use. I believe it's actually never been easier than right now to get endorsements and testimonials, but we got to do it the right way. Yeah. So what is when we're looking at strategy and, and practical next steps to take with doing it, what's the challenge that anyone's going to face? Or what is the internal problem that someone's sitting here right now saying, I don't know how to ask that question. The problem is you're going to feel bad asking for something back. Now, let me just say this. You've added value with your brand, your business, your nonprofit. You have served someone. That's the first step. If you haven't served anybody, that's your step. Go serve someone. Maybe I've coached somebody for free as a leadership coach, and I just felt invested in their life, and they said, oh, that was so helpful. I keep that in the back of my mind. Maybe I don't ask them after the first session, but if I've given them three free sessions, then I will literally text them a link to Facebook, or if I want to put it on the website, I can just ask them to text me back and be very, very specific. 
Can you give me two to three sentences? Most people write too many. Can you give me two to three sentences of specifically how my coaching has helped you? Get very, very clear. And you can text them to that. If you want to send them to a link, something like maybe a Google review or Facebook, then then text them the exact link of the exact place. I'm also an author. So if somebody says, your book was so helpful to me, I immediately say, here's a link to my Amazon page. Would you mind writing a quick review? Nine times out of 10, they say, I would absolutely love to because they understand how that helps. That not only helps the algorithms, but you can take that later and you can repurpose it. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I would just say text is more helpful than email and send it right after you've added value. Maybe there was an incredible experience that you took people on. Before they fly home, make sure to get an endorsement. And if they can text that to you, you've got it forever. Keep it in a file, use it on your website. And again, we'll talk about repurposing that. But that one testimonial could help 10, 20, 100 people find your product or brand. Well, what, is it, what it's going to do is it's going to pique interest to someone else. It's it, people are going to grow tired of you of only hearing about you telling people why you're so great at what it is you've been uniquely called to do, and that very well may be true. But the minute you bring someone else's voice in, and there's that neutral voice where someone's going to read a quick punch of like, "Man, this person was so great; they unlocked X, Y, and Z for me." If they're curious about, I wonder if that person can really answer this or solve this problem for me. That review or that endorsement's going to help them take that next right step. And here's the other thing. If it's if you have a Google My Business page or you have your social media platforms, those reviews are weighted and they help appease the algorithms and allow more of your presence to be visible within a digital space. So uh, think about a podcast. A lot of people launch in podcasts. A lot of people put all their energy and effort into launching the podcast. We know there's a lot to do at the beginning, but don't forget the moment that those multiple episodes are live, that's when you need to start texting people. Maybe your business, your advice, or just your relationship with them has added value. They can write an endorsement or testimonial about you. So glad Jonathan is hosting this podcast. This is going to be helpful. They can write it in advance, but the key is you got to do the work. Think about 50 names because if I go and I look at that podcast and I see there are zero reviews or three reviews, I get the idea that not many people listen, not many people like it. The moment that I go and see there are 67 reviews, I go, whoa, these people have some credibility. I'm going to listen. Immediate social proof. So time out. If you're listening to this and you're driving, pull over and review our podcast if you don't mind. We normally do that at the end, but hey, we would love it if you found any value in anything we've talked about so far. Leave us a quick review on, you know, you'll have all the links in the show notes. So uh, shameless plug there. For real, guys. And that's what you have to do. Now, you can ask on something like this, but if we know you, don't be surprised if we send you a text and say, hey, we want more people to find this Everyday Marketer podcast, so could you go write a review? You can do the same message, text it to 50 different people that are your friends, and if 20 of them go do it, that's amazing. Guys, this is one of those things that whenever you finish a process of adding value, again, me being a leadership coach, whenever I get through the process with someone, When I celebrate that last session we've agreed upon, that is the next thing I do. I don't hide it in a long email. I text them and say, would you mind reviewing our process together? They told me that it added value. That doesn't do much good, though, because that's stuck in my head. And again, it feels weird to brag about your own business. If you're the only one bragging about your business, I I actually wonder if your business has much value. So, guys, um, 
this value principle is key. You add value to others. People want to give you value back, especially if you gave them some kind of price break, especially if you've added free strategy to them in the past, especially if they were blown away by your product. Please, 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 you're leaving free social proof on the table. So that's that's a good segue in. Um, that's the, the challenge with getting in and, and why, kind of the why behind it's important. So we're moving into this space of the opportunity. And I would say this, one review or one, one testimony isn't going to close the next deal or, or turn that lead into a conversion. What it is going to do is it's going to start building trust. And more of these may cause that one person to say, well, I've read 10 or 12 people that have had this same issue. I have that same issue. This person can't help me with this. So I'm going to go align myself with their brand. So it's a not just one off. It's a cyclical process that never ends. So a couple things uh, to get really specific, I think, with the opportunity, the opportunity, you can not only deepen your influence, but you can broaden it. Mm -hmm. The example would be if Jonathan were to review something that I did, I could say Jonathan, comma, digital marketer. We don't need his last name in there. Some people like to put a picture of his face. That's great. But you could do digital marketer. Maybe I coach somebody else who's a business leader. Maybe I coach somebody else who's a nonprofit executive. You'd not only want to have lots of different endorsements, but maybe on your website you have five of them rotating, and they are different types of endorsements. Because a business leader shows up and says, do they coach business leaders? Oh, look. Do they coach females? Oh, look. Do they coach males? Oh, look. And then people are going to count themselves out of why your brand can't help them and make sure that the social proof isn't just deep. These aren't just good reviews, but these are actually wide uh, endorsements. Here's another opportunity. Repurpose these endorsements or testimonials or reviews. Once they are online, you can use them in various ways. Here's a couple ideas. A meme on social media a video where you literally just read endorsements. We've done that before. It's incredibly powerful. If it's an endorsement for somebody on your team, you can brag on them. If it is on Facebook, then you can repurpose that, utilize it on your website. Maybe you can, uh, I don't know, do some kind of tagging of, of people, whether they were people on your team that they, um, you know, you want to say, hey, a special shout out to this. We did that for one of our coaches at Stay Forth Designs, and we were able to brag on them, and it overall bragged on our coaching process as well. There are four, five, six different ways you can utilize this. Don't think that one endorsement just gets used one time. Think how do we use it on our website? How do we use it on our social media? How do we randomly meme that on a Tuesday? And if they have put it online, it is already public domain. And repurpose that bad boy so as many people see it as possible. Maybe even on the top of a proposal, on an email blast, here are what people are saying about us. That's super helpful. What would you add, man? I would say... Another opportunity is if you're someone who's listening to this and you have a product or you have a service that you're getting ready to launch, first of all, you should have a group of people that, that know you and trust you uh, test it for you and try it out. When you're doing that, also have those people leave a review and give, your, give them feedback about whatever it is you're about to start. And then once you launch whatever it is, whether you're going to open up a new course, uh, launch a new service, you're going to start consulting, whatever that may be, launch with those reviews in hand. That way you're not just saying, hey, look at me what I'm doing, and then start going to ask people. Launch with those with those reviews in hand. For instance, we launched this podcast, and we launched it with people that had already listened to a couple of episodes. We already have some endorsements. And then when it launched, we immediately hit the ground running and said, hey, would you go check this out, share leave a rating and review, subscribe, whatever it is. So start now 
And then when you launch, already have some of them in your tool belt. It's only going to help you with more momentum. Yeah, and timing is key. So again, if you let's say you're launching a podcast, make sure that as that podcast launches, you say, my next task, the moment that it goes live, is actually to text people we've added value to in the past and that they would go and start that. The moment somebody reaches out and says thank you, you would say, well, could you say thank you by saying that publicly on a review? Here's another thing uh, as well is if you are leading a live event, sometimes this is on a piece of paper. Sometimes um, you have kind of a review. Hey, how was that helpful? What was the best about that? What could be better? And you want people to take 10 minutes? Just put the last sentence. Would you mind leaving a testimonial for us? And so that's just an easy way then that could go to your website. And it's a testimonial specifically for that one training. My wife and I have done that before. And I try to do that anytime there's a live event. The few days afterwards are still riding high from the event or in the heat of that event where they say, this has been amazing. Would you mind capturing that? Because if you lose the window, people tend to forget how much it changed their life. 110%. Catch people in the moment. If, you, if you're in a session with someone and you, you see that person's had that aha moment, I just had a strategy session with someone and we uncovered something, we, we brought a pain point to the surface and then we answered it. And, you know, she was, she was guided to the answer, to the solution, and it was this big wow moment. And I took note of that. And at the end of our session together, I just said, hey, would you mind you know, giving me some feedback? If this was valuable to you in any way, would you leave just a short review of, of how this helped? And so I will then save that and there's a specific product that's going to come out or a specific service about this, that is going to be a specific review related about this thing so that I can say, not only look what I'm saying, this is what others are saying. Yep. And a short note, once in a while, people will leave a bad review. That yes. is called the internet. But um, we will remember, unfortunately, that one or two star review more than 100 of the other reviews. Let me just say, guys, this is part of it. I know that that fear is there, or I don't want to inconvenience them, or what if they didn't 100% love it? Obviously, they have the freedom to do that. Um, Leave bad reviews up there, but the reality is if you have one or two one-star reviews, people get it. That's just part of the meanness that is the internets. And here's the other thing, too. We, We haven't really addressed the one big elephant that all of you guys are probably carrying. I think everyone carries with reviews is no, the term no. When you ask someone and they just say, no, I don't really feel comfortable doing that, you know, permission to say okay. Yeah, you don't know their story. I mean, maybe they don't want their name listed on the internet. Uh, We had one person, you know, turn us down for this as a coaching group. We know they had an amazing experience. They were not comfortable with leaving that review on the internet. I don't know. Maybe there's something from their past. That's okay. That's really only happened one time to us. Yeah, I I can't. I I can only think of one or two instances where I've asked someone and it was just a, "Ah, you know, this was this was super valuable. This was amazing. I want you to know this was awesome, but I just don't feel comfortable doing that. And that's totally fine. You just you move on to the next one. Just understand that anytime you help someone and add value, ask them. The worst they can say is no, but they can't ever say no if you don't ask them. And guys, this is not hard. It just takes discipline. And remember here, you don't need big money. You don't need big budgets. You don't need confusing strategies. But you do need discipline to market well. Everyday marketing looks like you going back to people you've added value to and asking them essentially to pay it forward for you. Everybody gets it. Everyone knows why this matters. So we always take time to analyze something marketing-wise. So, Jonathan, what do you got for us today to analyze? Newsletter. It's going on this month. Like, literally. Like, how, like there's a lot going on this on this month, and I, I don't... Uh, 
I don't even know what to do with that. So, so what do you do with that when you get the email in your inbox? It just says, hey, what's going on? What's happening this month? So I probably get uh, 10 of these. I've unsubscribed from many more. Um, here's the reality. These are people I love, and they send me something called newsletter. Uh, what's going on this month or the blank update this month. The reality is I am exhausted on information. I love those people, and I don't even want to open that. I mean, I love those people. I believe in what they are doing, or I mean, I would have unsubscribed sooner from it. But the reality is, especially in nonprofit work, you're doing something that's changing the world. You've got to work harder for that subject line. Work on that subject line because unless it draws me in, I'm in the middle of my work day. I have stuff to take care of. It's kind of like triage when you go through email and say, if I got 10 minutes to go through my email, I'm going to take care of the necessities first. That doesn't call out to me. That doesn't tell me that something exciting has happened or, man, I need your input to contribute. It's just, I'm going to be one more person that's going to eliminate this email. I see it all the time. And the shame is that people in transformational work are doing incredibly transformational stuff, maybe across the world. And many newsletters make incredible work seem super boring. And honestly, like it drives me crazy. It grieves me. You hit something there that I think is really important to the topic of today, which is endorsements and testimonials. And, and you said be specific. And to me, that's the, the commonality. If, if you're not going to, to open an email because it's not specific and it, it doesn't draw you to want to, they're not asking the right question, first of all. They didn't ask you specifically what's going on to invite you into wanting to open it. So on the flip side of that, when you go to someone to say, hey, would you do this for me? Don't beat around the bush. Don't, don't click your feet together and walk and like, well, I was wondering, you know, if the blah, 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 just come right out and say, Hey, I'd love it for you to lead me two to three sentences. Would you, would you do that? Be specific. And if you give someone a specific reason and a specific, and a specific cause and to be invited in a specific timeline. Yes. Because if there's no timeline, but if you say, Hey, by the end of day tomorrow, can you do this? The reality is they can think about it and it could take them 45 seconds to do it well. If someone's super anal, it could take them 10 minutes. But by end of day tomorrow, be specific and you will get specific results. Yep. So what's the takeaway? What's your big takeaway? I've got mine. And the takeaway for the person listening, if they're going to take one thing from this, what is it? Big takeaway is this. You can't afford not to get testimonials. Exactly. It is, I believe, just like the title says, the easiest way to grow your brand in your reach. I don't, I don't know any other cute way to say it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're listening to this and you have an established business, you're a nonprofit veteran, you, you've, you've been in the game for a while, or you're just starting out and you're side hustling. If you're looking to build a platform, you're looking to generate social proof, establish trust from people that don't know you, but you don't have a large budget to spend on paid advertising and generating cold leads from the get-go, you have got to add space in your schedule to ask for reviews and testimonials. It is the most surefire way to build social proof. Well, guys, again, pretty simple here today, but it's clear. You got to take your next right steps. Execute on this. You will see your website change. You will see your social media change. You will have opportunities to be able to share this, post this, keep a document privately on your computer. We don't care how you do it. But guys, you just got to do it. This isn't going to change your life if it just goes in one ear and out the other. We know that you care deeply about what you do. We want to help you extend your brand. Catch us on the next episode of the podcast. We got more practical stuff coming your way.